Okay, guys, I I I need whoop. That's not how this show starts. How's it start? You know, and another thing, um, <laughs> guys, I I'm I need your help. I need yeah. I need assistance. That's why you, you come to us constantly for help. So yeah, we got it. Yes, you're my only source of assistance. Basically, I I know that what I'm looking for, it has to be out there in the world because this is a, this is a common occurrence. Yeah. I'm guessing I'm looking for a word to not to like fuck bury the lead and no, a specific word. And I, I know that there's a lot of like long, complicated German words for very specific emotions. What I, what I'd like to ask you guys, if you know of either in English or whatever, a word where like you're in the front of the line and they're like, what do you want to order? And you're not scared to order, you, but you, and you're not rushed. You're just like, I want to move this along because there are people behind me, so yes. I'm just going to order whatever the thing is that I kind of see first or whatever. I believe so that is anxiety. You're not ready to order, but you order anyway, but it's not out of fear. It's out of hurry. Yeah, like desire to just be done with the process of ordering. I actually am familiar with that German word. What is it? It's very specific, but it's stuck and blocking. Stock and blocking. Yes. Perfect. I know. See, yeah. I knew it was there and What's I knew the, one of you. Do you have any know? idea what the translation of that is? Uh yeah. Yep. It's it just means wanting to hurry a process. Uh-huh. If it, does it have anything to do with Jews or anything like that? Nine. Mm, nine. No. Okay, okay. Just double checking. No, no, it has to do with nine Jews. <laughs> oh, oh I was gonna say Kazuntite. Yeah. Um just because, you know, you just say that to get to like, okay, yeah, blind. You're fine. Yeah. Because we were, Karen and I were at the movies yesterday. We went and saw New Mutants, which we'll talk about. Uh, I'm legitimately curious how you thought about it. And I, I ordered a popcorn and a soda. Right. And we got seated. And Karen was like, why'd you order a large popcorn? And I was like, I just did it. Just because, <laughs> you know, that that word that I was looking right. for. Where I just because wanted stock and blocking. I was Kara. Stock, stock and blocking, you know. And then she would scream, nine stock and blocking. Nine. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think that is. Anxiety, which that's 2020 in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to another thing. It's a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins. I am definitely Brendan. This not time. Not Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian. Yes. And I am Brian. Damn, Damn it. it. Start it Start over. Start it over. Roll it, up, roll it back. Roll it back. That's you know, a... guys, I'm looking for a wor- Oh, we're not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's an interesting feeling that you had. It wasn't out of feel yeah. or... Fe- <clears throat> It was not a fear or confusion. Yeah. It was out yeah. of. Uh, it's, it reminds me of like whenever, whenever you were sitting in class and you knew your name was coming up and you had to say here, but you're like, okay, he- here, don't say it that. Way. No, don't say it that way. I just want to get this over with. Let's, yeah, like, I just like. So they're like, here, you're not, you're not anxious about it because you know yeah. what the answer is. You're just like, whatever, <laughs> just say, the I, thing. I am present. Yeah, <laughs> just get this process over right. with. Large popcorn and a large soda. Whatever. Just got it. Something. <laughs> Anything that you have, I'll take. I'll, whatever. Hey, the new, uh, well, first of all, Free State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're drinking Free great, State. Great beers. Really good beers. Brewery out of Lawrence, uh, which, by the way, you guys in Lawrence need to clean it the fuck up. Put your masks on. Stop partying and all Douglas your Douglas County is bad, bad, bad right now. <laughs> clean it up. Yeah. Uh, we want beer. We want beer from you, but I don't want to <laughs> worry about it. 
So we're drinking Freestack at a, a variety pack. Uh, so we are all got different stuff. There's some stouts. They have a new Oktoberfest that Brent and I are, are enjoying. Yeah, I've never had their Oktoberfest. Uh, and Vargas has a couple pale ales and, and uh, uh, I think a brown... Uh, amber. Amber ale. I got Ad Astra and Copperhead. Both delicious. Good stuff. So, you know, check out Freestack. We've had them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so big news. I won't spend a lot of time on this. Metallica just came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the date... <laughs> The date of this recording yesterday came out with their second uh, symphony collaboration with the San Francisco Symphony. Oh, that's that indie band you like, right? Yeah, yeah. Not a lot <laughs> yeah. of people know them, yeah. but you should definitely check them out. Uh, it's very good, but I want to yield... So just go listen to it. That's my signal boost real yeah, quick. Totally. <laughs> but I want to yield the rest of my time to me in another, in another oh. way. Oh, because boy. when this comes out, we will be seven days from Brendan's wedding. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You're very worried about that. <laughs> you are invited. You're going to be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll be there. Oh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll uh, be there. I'll be somewhere, yeah. I guess. Up on but the altar, yeah. For those, <laughs> for those who don't know, you chose me as your best man. Yes. And? I'm, I best made, man. I made you choose me as your best man. Basically, yeah, years and years ago. And I, I'm pretty sure everyone's aware of this, that I will be using my best man speech just as a platform to run some stand-up uh, by everybody. Real, I mean, oh, I think those are the best speeches you can do. Just yeah. like do a little bit of crowd work, do a little bit of something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. No yeah, speech yeah. after that. No. Just, but I'm having Give some a, trouble. Thank you so much for showing up, folks. Uh, <laughs> tip your waitress. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys for help right now. Okay. Because From my I, yes. your speech to me. Yes. Okay. I've got some some uh, uh, bits that I'm not sure how they fit in yet. <laughs> okay. so oh, we'll gonna, cram them in there. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll, so yeah. I'm going to run through. And again, they're, so I don't know where they go, but I want to make them work. Yep. Some of them are better than others. Sure. But I just need, you know, yeah. either give me a thumbs up, thumbs down, or, or tell me we can work that in somewhere or it's just got to go. Okay. I've only got like four or five. So it's not, it's not. And again, again. I don't know how to work them in yet. Yeah, they're all in. I yield my time. <laughs> uh, something about, I'm, I'm going to start kind of slow here. Something about yep. Molly Stewart being legitimately the whitest female name possible. Yes. Molly Stewart. Yeah. It's pretty white. come up with. Pretty white. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where to go Even put that though one she's, in. I'm whiter than her. So Yes, you yeah. are translucent. Yep. But the name kind of. Yeah. You Brennan, got, you've got something. I mean, if you work that in probably a little earlier, you know, kind of go get, early. Yeah, yeah. You want to get the white jokes out of the way first. Yes, you're right. To make the, the room uncomfortable really, really as possible. Pump up the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I want to say something about you guys. I think you're going to be great parents because you're already helping to emotionally raise a 32 year old. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Molly that, would very much appreciate. I that. think that that's that's good. Uh, I don't know how, where to put this in. Probably towards the beginning again. Yeah. yeah. But I want to do a pun. Oh, you're good at puns. You're about to see one, baby. <laughs> I want to say something about how you're Bren done with the single life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's I, really I good. I think if you uh, open with that, that'd be a good one. So just skip the introduction and just yeah, go right yeah, with it. Yeah, just go that. right. Okay. Just I, don't, don't even, I'm Brian, just as soon as you get the yep. mic. Bren done with the real single life. Yep. Okay, I'm marking it in. Okay, and then this, <laughs> this last one, it... It's a little longer of, of one, mm-hmm. and it's. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a little bit divisive with the crowd right. that will be at your wedding. Maybe. I, I, it might have the wording not ready yet, but here's the general idea. Okay, oh so 
it's something you know talking about how you guys fit together and everything yeah. and how you make things work yes uh, and how you both have have come to a compromise on the topic of religion sure yeah but you have agreed Brendan has agreed to be open-minded about Catholicism mm-hmm. which is what everyone at the wedding will know that Molly's yeah. Catholic. Oh yeah, everyone will know. <laughs> so Brennan has agreed to be open-minded towards Catholicism, while Molly has agreed never to let their future kids alone in a Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if I if I close with a pedophile joke, I think right at put that. I, yeah, the, and I then, think. And I think then you just you, uh, you put the mic on the stand and you just walk and away. Just, yeah, yeah, walk, yeah. Just open up the high fire exit and just walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Walk back to this apartment. <laughs> Because you'll be two blocks away. I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. Good. That's. I mean, that's all I have. Again, I'm still sort of getting yeah, things in yeah, there, yeah, working yeah. in, working in jokes and, and I, bits. But I don't hear anything that is out. I, they're so all. In. I was going to say. Are in. I was going to say the last one. Yeah, you know, but not. It's a little blue. Totally out because let me tell you, Catholics appreciate pedophile jokes. <laughs> if I know anything about them, almost as much as they appreciate <laughs> pedophiles. <laughs> ha. Okay, so leave that part out. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll, we'll take, yeah, yeah. we'll cut that one out. So, uh, oh boy, uh, Vargas, anything new with you? I mean, nah. So I fine. can't follow that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Oh boy. Uh, with me, I finished uh, Spirit Fair, which I talked about last week. Um, to remind people, it's the Switch game where you play the ferryman on the River Styx, right? Yes, yeah. essentially. And uh, I was not prepared for how deep and heavy that the ending got, especially after reading the day we were recording this, Chadwick Boseman has passed away the, the day before. Um, I had just read and was like looking at that news and then turned my attention back to the game. And let me tell you, the ending wrecked me because I did not expect where it went and how the story uh, culminated. Um, so yeah, so I've been doing that um, as well as uh, we were recording during Fandom last time, and I want to talk about a couple movies and properties that have come out. Don't. Why are you giving me the eyes? Um, You're, about I, it. It's in jail. Listen, listen. We're going to talk about the spider nut. Nice. Hey, Vargas, what's up? Hey, buddy. Um, you remember when you said you were dead inside? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, all right. What did, what did you mean? Oh, exactly what I said. But I've been crossing the street without looking both ways because at least when I feel fear, I'm feeling something. Uh, and I ordered some shirts from Hope Clothing KC, so I look great when I do it. Excuse me? Those shirts from HopeClothingKC.com, the ones designed by local Kansas City tattoo artists and that benefit Rosebrooks and Greenworks KC? Yeah, everyone knows that, but what was the other part? Oh, yeah, yeah. So everybody honks and screams at me, so I just scream back, HopeClothingKC.com, since they clearly don't know where I get my threads at. Right. That's the end of that bit, I guess. Uh, visit HopeClothingKC.com and enter promo code DEBATE10 to save an additional 10% on your whole order. Again, that's HopeClothingKC.com, DEBATE10 at checkout. Do we need to call somebody or let's talk about spider nuts? Okay, yeah. I, mean. I, I do. Okay. We spent on May on and another thing, episode 51, we spent a whole 45 minutes talking about Snyder Cut, things Blech. like that. We have now seen a trailer of it, and I want to, I literally, I don't want to spend a lot of brain power on this because I hallelujah we've hallelujah seen we've seen it it's God gonna happen it. we're we're talking about other podcasts in the case here about doing a watch party next summer which i think would be a lot of fun we are yeah we are you're not you're on twitter not. i'm sorry oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but i will say seeing the trailer i have i have two like basic opinions that like have like culminated like bedrocked essentially yeah one i think it, it looks very bad you can tell their budget 
was it like 20, $30 million. And they were like, that's all you're getting to complete the VFX work. Cause it looks like a PS3 video game. It looks very weird. It looks like the rest of the movie. Yeah. And it looks like people keep talking about how, Oh, it, there's scenes not in it and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's the same shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. It may have been shot differently, but like, that's the same thing, which like basically tells me that much like a lot of reports are, is that like the bulk of the movie is of the original movie is Snyder's vision. Yeah. And like he did film other stuff outside of that, which is my next point in that I, I now firmly believe like we've, we've talked about the Joss Whedon thing. We've talked about Snyder cut thing. I firmly believe that, when Zack Snyder unfortunately had to leave the film because his daughter did did pass away, I think whenever Joss Whedon took over the movie, WB and Je- Jeff Johns basically came to him and went, "Here's the movie, here's the script, finish it. Do what, yeah. do something with yeah. it." Because he's because I I guarantee they watched either the rough cut or the original like some cut of the movie that was like three and a half hours long. Yeah, and I I guarantee everyone went no. <laughs> so that's why I think like Joss Whedon came in finished filming, I think a little bit of the movie and then went to reshoots, things like that. Yeah. He basically did the, basically did the bulk of the movie. He did reshoots. And that's why I think like he cut out a lot of the cyborg stuff because he's like, we can't, we're introducing too many characters anyway. And having cyborg be a big character is nuts. We need to resolve the Batman Superman stuff from the other movie. Cause that's essentially what this is a sequel to as well as he looked at, you know, you see in, in the, in the Snyder cut trailer, there's dark side, there's Snad, Snod, Snod, whatever his name is. S-N-A-A-D. I don't know what his name is. I don't know, man. And then you see Steppenwolf, a new version of Steppenwolf. And it's like, I, I guarantee... Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then again, I guaranteed Whedon looked at... Oh, he's introducing like three or four villains. That's that's not going to that's not gonna cut it. Yeah. Like, we we, we can't do that. And it, it's just, man, I, I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested and excited to see this movie because I think it's just going to be a mess and I'm fascinated to see what's going to come of it. But man, I am I'm sick of it. So did I'm going to move on. Hear, did you guys hear that outside real quick? Sorry to, sorry to yeah, interrupt. Yeah, yeah, I left yeah. my window open and someone was banging their head on a telephone mm-hmm. pole out there when they heard Snyder. Cut. It was pretty crazy. Oh, I, I thought the banging was coming from the guy who was hitting right. that, that horse that was laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but again, not, I, we're moving on to different mental energy because I do want to talk about the, that Batman, the Batman trailer. The Batman. The Batman. Because uh, I think the Batman. I think this this can tie into our new, into our topic pretty well, um, because yeah. Batman is an IP that's been around since the '30s. They've made serials and uh, like TV serials. Batman flakes were the like best. Bat- <laughs> you know, they made TV serials in the '40s. They've made uh, a f- crazy wacky TV show as well as the Batman movie from with the Adam West days. That culminated in um, the Tim Burton Batman in '89 which was kind of like a big watershed moment for superhero movies in general, basically. And it's culminated in, now we get a new Batman take in that's outside the DCEU. And it looks fresh. It looks interesting. Matt Reeves has said it is a year two story, which I think we kind of knew anyway. But I was not prepared for how like intense the trailer was and how like it looks like the movie Seven. Like that, it looks like a David Fincher movie, which I think is interesting um, I know before the podcast, we were kind of talking a little bit about uh, existing IPs versus versus new IPs and things like that. And there's been like, we we joke around a lot about Vargas put up a funny poll on Twitter about, <laughs> yeah, who have we, what was it again? Uh, who who have we watched die more across all mediums, uh, the Waynes <laughs> or Uncle Ben? <laughs> That's funny. So it's like, guess, 
they all die. I mean, that's that's, that's what happens. Every, we we every Batman movie, most super movies, the, the two recent Superman movies, which I think are fantastic, didn't dive at all into like Uncle Ben stuff yeah. or anything like that. I think I think a lot of times when they make they they have to remind the they think the audience they, is dumb, and you have to remind the audience why. And this I person think it's is just such like. I, I guarantee that when they get into writing a movie, they're like, "What are what do people know about Batman, Spider Man, and Superman?" And blah blah blah. You Batman had parents that see, they died, and now we're blah blah. blah. I'm not. To, I, to I me, hate that, that. That just like it shows that the, they don't understand what yes. a superhero is. Correct. You don't need Correct. any of that shit. Right. And I think the last two uh, Spider Man movies yes. showed that. Because you don't even need to talk about Uncle Ben for Spider-Man no. to still be Spider-Man. I really liked how in the Spider-Man movie, Far From Home and Homecoming, yeah. how they framed basically that, like his struggle to be a, a superhero in the Tony Stark dad role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of flipped the whole responsibility thing on its head and instead of having Uncle Ben stuff, blah, blah, blah. So that brings me to... He was eating rice a lot in the... <laughs> in the... Oh, I get it. Ah. Nice. San Francisco treat. <laughs> Yes, Uncle Ben's Uncle right. Ben. The San Francisco tree. So, so this being the, the Batman trailer being a year two story, I'm I'm very curious when it comes to like, um, what what that's going to entail. Are we going to yeah. see the Waynes die for the hundredth time on screen, or is it going to be something new, fresh, exciting? Um, which I think kind of topples us into this next topic of like what what Brian like was going to bring up. Well, I, so uh, we know that I've been watching the Umbrella Academy, and they have a really good soundtrack in that show, and um. They had a cover of the Billie Eilish hit right. "Bad Guy," which is fine. I think the worst part of that song, and I'm not talking negatively about it. For me, the worst part of that song is the vocal delivery, the mumbling, and because she's sleepy, she's yeah. very tired. She needs a nap. She's young, so she needs right. naps. She needs naps. And I think we we've talked to like divert for a second. You you like Billie Eilish quite a bit, don't you? I think it's. I mean, it's, yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. It's definitely at the table. More up my alley, yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, other people's, and and I will say that I I like I like Billie Eilish. I, I like you her, liked her a lot. I like her older stuff. Oh, I'm, I like like her older stuff yes. more. But no, I think you her would. her. Where's you want me to get you another IPA? Yeah, if you don't mind, uh, my mustache coming real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little curly. Uh, no, but I think her the ocean eyes like that time period. I think that's really good because that's her more like singing and doing stuff. But but anyway, but yeah, this, but this yeah, cover they, is... They turn it into the, this band turn it into like this punky ska type thing. And for the record, I do not enjoy ska. I yeah. think they rely on the trombone too much and I think that's the weakest instrument. That is a bad instrument. Let's not dive into that though. I played it. It's easy. That's why it's so weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's very... Because when you talk to people about covers and things, normally it's... I mean, there's very lukewarm responses or it's the guy that's like... Oh, not to, I'm not ragging on your hipsterness right now, Brendan. I will, please. But <laughs> do I need, no, no, do no. Do you have a bray off? Yeah. Is that what I do? You're Brendan done with the hipster life. Oh. Ah, <laughs> guys. But uh, people are, are like, well, I, I like the original better, or mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. with movies and things. Oh, did you read the comic? The book was Fucking, better. No, yeah. I didn't because I don't have time to seek out every single fucking book right. and thing. But if somebody's going to tell a story that has been told in another medium, I think that's great because again, there are only so many, the hero's journey is the, uh, the, the cobblestone, no, the cornerstone. There the foundation? Go. It's not the, the road. It's, it's the, the cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pie of, yeah. of telling stories. Right. So if you follow that sort of structure, which 99% of things do, uh, you're going to have some overlap. But things can always be different. I always look at, at the way um, uh, Edgar Wright told uh, Scott Pilgrim. 
yeah. the way the way he did he made the movie uh-huh. out of the out of a thing. I think that was a fantastic retelling, right. keeping the things people loved and and making it his own in the same time. Well, turning a six volume graphic novel set <laughs> into a two hour movie right. is yeah. no easy feat. Right. But right. I think I think you hit on an interesting thing about like when people adapt things or make them like into like a medium that from like six volumes or whatever the fuck it is yeah. to a smaller two hour thing. It's both, you know, respecting and understanding what made it that thing, but also Edgar Wright is such a fantastic filmmaker yeah. that making it his own, like kind of like tweaking it, making it his own thing is I think part of the, part of the equation. And well, and we even talked uh, last week about um, HP <laughs> hate craft and <laughs> he's, I mean, he's got so many good kernels of ideas that people have taken and, and, made made their own so you don't always it doesn't have to be like you don't have to worship the source material to appreciate or not i mean or even not appreciate the the new stuff coming out because again you said in 2000 was it 2015 uh whenever inception came out in 2010 which is insane to think about it is a long time it was the only original ip out that summer and i think maybe even that year or like big blockbusters. Yeah. Everything else that's that summer that came out in 2010 was either a sequel or based on like another property. Yeah. Inception was the only original uh, intellectual property that came out that summer. I think people are just so quick to shit on things that are based on right. other things. And it's just like, calm down. Cause people don't experience. I don't, I, I don't read comics. You don't so want to read. Comics. I'll never get to experience those great stories that are told there, and I understand that I'm missing that. Oh yeah, that's why I'm thankful that they get some of those stories get to come to film. But or that's TV. why, like speak, speaking of Lovecraft thing, there's there's two like interesting points I think to make. One, like we love the movie The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, quite a bit, and he based that off an original uh, story uh, novella. Well, he based the movie based on the original on the orig- movie. On the original movie, which the movie is based on a novella, which is now being expanded out into an interesting a no- thing, which full I think novel. Is really cool. Yeah. But he based it off of the movie, and the yeah. movie is basically about uh, an alien comes down, can become other people. Um, he took a lot of like Lovecraftian ideas yeah. to make like that movie, like the body horror, the cosmic horror stuff, to make it his own thing, which I think is fantastic. Like huh. taking that, <laughs> make it his own thing. <laughs> To take his own like nugget kernel of an idea and going like, I like this idea of these guys stranded out in the middle of nowhere, um, boring craziness, like they're kind of stir crazy, and then introducing like this thing that can happen. As well as, uh, I, re- I listened to a podcast a while ago um, about Guillermo del Toro's At the Mountains of Madness, which is a uh, Lovecraft company. to me. The reason why they stopped that, like it was like ready to be filmed yeah. because of Prometheus. Yeah. Um, because Ridley Scott, whenever he made Prometheus, he took a lot of Lovecraftian stuff from at the like whenever if you watch Prometheus, you've got the basic idea of what at the Mountains of Madness is. Yeah. And so Guillermo del Toro watched Prometheus and went, "Well, <laughs> damn <laughs> like, it, can't, yeah. I'm not going to make this anymore." Yeah. And that's what kind of like blew that idea out of, the, out of the water. So I think basically, without realizing it, one, a lot of things you watch anyway are going to be cribbed and taken from with either knowingly or unknowingly from other materials. It's surprising. There are so many, if you, I think there's even a few subreddits on it on how many times yep. people have unwillingly like, or unwittingly <laughs> taken something that, that they didn't even like either they absorbed it in their right. subconscious, but there's also that phenomenon of people having the same idea. Millions. Yeah. Of, yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. So far apart from each other, having the same idea and, you can't, there's 7 billion of us. You can't be the, yeah. you can't think that you have the only idea that exactly. 600 and however many billion didn't have, you right. know? And, and that's what like I, I've thought about many times just in my existential dread before I go to sleep 
in when does like creativity end basically when when does things like stop start sounding the same or you like listen to something new oh, and you're like oh unique. that sounds yeah, yeah. like like the same yeah. thing or like oh i watch this thing and it's the same thing there's only 88 keys on a piano correct and it's like we're how run many out of music. but yeah. but i mean that's just an interesting idea in like uh, for example in the spirit fair game that i've been that i was playing it is like you know a, a city management game as well as like you do quests for your people before you take them to the great beyond and like part of it is like hey go do this thing which every game is essentially built on go do this thing go find this thing go do all blah, blah, blah. but i love the way it was framed like one of the characters you pick up he plays D D. And his whole quest line is based around like you being the hero of his D and D story. And like, rather than just like, Oh, go and light this lighthouse at this place. It's like, okay, whatever. But in the framing of a story, it's you have to light the fires of such and such to like stop the goblin horde and blah, blah. blah. It's like, I mean, that's so interesting that I want to do that. You know what I mean? I think, do you know what I mean? Me specifically? Yeah. You didn't say anything. Yes. I asked you. Yes. And, so, all of that, yes. Yeah. In a more realistic way, I think more and more often, specifically the, the comic book to movie yeah. adaptation is what happens all the time. Right. Comic book to TV show, comic book to movie. Right. I think a lot of times movie studios use comic books as like, I mean, that's... That's the first final draft. It's a pre-made storyboard. I mean, it is. It It is. is. A hundred percent. And all you have to do to make a movie out of it is cut shit out and make it shorter. Right. I mean, basically. Right. That's what happened to like a lot of comic book to movie adaptations that are not very good. Right. So they, they, it it feels like they just didn't understand what, what the purpose, like what the, the kernel, the the core of it was. You get the story, but you don't get the character or you get the character, but you don't get the story. Right. It's one of those things. But, a lot of what's interesting nowadays to me is there are a lot of deals being struck with comic book writers for their their creator owned IPs yep. and movie studios are getting contracts for first look access to comic book scripts right, right. for adaptations because which they, I think they, is super super interesting it, it's interesting because yeah it's like they don't want they they want the comic book creator to make the treatment, which is basically the book or the right. novel, whatever. And that is their treatment. That's their outline. Yeah. And ergo, they're like, we don't have to spend it, money to have someone fucking write this exactly. shit. Exactly. They don't come up with they it. They don't have to spend the money. And and the comic book creator benefits because they get paid twice, essentially. They get paid for making the book. Right, and they right. get the contract to be like, here's what I wrote. Right. Take a look at it. And the movie studio benefits because they don't have to pay somebody exactly. to go and write a script. It's already written. They yeah. just have to pay somebody <laughs> yeah. to like adapt it. Yeah, basically, right? So and, and and it's interesting because like this this like I've always thought like I'm a big Stephen King fan. I love reading Stephen King things like that. But most of his adaptations to movies and TV shows aren't aren't that aren't the best. Like yeah, most even, of them are bad. Uh, yeah, most of them are bad <laughs> because even Stephen King's like they they didn't get it or like it's just not doesn't translate well. Now and is it because all the the kid sex and it didn't that's translate only in to one screen? thing, guy, and, and that was for and a it's ceremony. all because they didn't want to lose their childhood and they had to, they had to come on Chud right with, with each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah, you get it. Well, the ritual Chud's a different. <laughs> so let's get into it. Now, um, but but think of arguably the best Stephen King adaptation is Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, which is. Totally different from the book. It's it's both the best and the worst yeah. Stephen King adaptation. 
for the same reason, it is, it's it is not the best a book. made movie, but the worst adaptation, yeah. basically. Yeah. Because it gets the kernel of the idea of like this family goes to like this resort to take care of it over the winter, dad goes crazy and tries to kill them. That's the basic that's, idea. Yeah, that's the elevator pitch right there. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I think Stanley Kubrick, and he even talks about it in a lot of interviews and stuff. And I would highly recommend if you own The Shining or know anything about it, like go read or watch Stanley Kubrick talking about ad- adapting The Shining because he loved that idea of like these people going to this thing. He got the core of the idea. Right. But all the other bullshit that Stephen King did, which on paper is scary and interesting yeah. and nuts, Stanley Kubrick went, that's not really going to work. That's not a movie. In a visual yeah. medium. Like, yeah. that's not going to work. So he created his own, like, scares and weirdness and blah, 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 which I think I think is, like, phenomenal. That separates, by the way, a good, yeah. a good filmmaker from a great filmmaker is that they're able to realize that, like, even if they have an attach a personal attachment, like, I love that right. book. They know, well, that's not going to work when what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So. because you hear so many times of filmmakers, like, oh, I love this thing. I love this property. And then you see it, and you're like... I- what did you? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Mike Flanagan yeah. Ca- carrying around the copy of Gerald's Game for exactly. years. Exactly, and, and it's it's a good one, but but no, and, but there's countless examples out there of like, I think ultimately this idea of like remakes versus original properties and things like that. Like I I I'm inherently fine with something being a remake, absolutely, or like a sequel or or like an yeah. existing idea property and things like that, as long as you like understand the core of the idea and what makes it tick, basically, like. I think a bad example of this or a bad example of like their adaptation or remake is total recall and total recall. (laughs) So, yeah. So like total recall, total recall. So, so total recall from the eighties with Arnold Schwarzenegger is like the core of the idea. This guy gets like something implanted in his head and like then goes and morphs on its own thing. Let's not forget is an adaptation of a book. Yes. It's an adaptation of a book already. Yeah. But most of, um, who fucking wrote that? Philip um, K. Dick. Philip K. Dick, Mr. Dick. Um, whenever he wrote, like a lot of his stuff is very short. It's like either short stories or it's like novellas, things like that. I think for my limited understanding of reading Philip K. Dick, because I don't enjoy his writing that much. I, I like his ideas quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't like his writing. Um, in that, like Total Recall is totally different, like the novel, the short story, whatever it is, from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, which is basically an action movie based on this thing. Yeah. Um, and then you look at the Colin Farrell remake, which totally misses like the point of the whole endeavor, yeah. right? Like it, it's nuts and it's insane. And it's like, again, bad filmmakers make bad movies. That, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't understand the core of the idea and the theme and like what the purpose is, like if you don't have a purpose for remake, what's, what's the point in making a remake? Like it's, what's the point? It's just like all, so I, I text Brian this last night, and I don't know if he understood what I was trying to get at. Let me pause which, it before we get into that. No. Oh, okay. Which is it's my fault, because I just kind of ha- <laughs> I had to say something. I don't know how Simon Kinsberg keeps getting work. Right. Because... And like Akiva Schaefer is another one that I think yeah. of. Like, yeah. So like, like, I think of the Dark Tower stuff and like... I, <laughs> New Mutants. Right. So and, Simon Kinsberg produced oh, New Mutants. Fuck, we didn't talk about New Mutants. It's... It's not the worst X-Men movie like a lot of people are saying. Right. It's nothing worth like the review I watched about. and read to dive into new mutants for a second was that it is fine, but it is like boring and predictable. I mean it's like it's just it it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? you know, it's 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 days of future past. Right. Okay, hey man, fine. if you like X-Men, go watch it. You'll probably like yep. it. Exactly. exactly. And, and, I, and I think the reason it has like a twenty percent of tom- the tomato meter is it's because the critic stuff. Well, it's the critic stuff like saying it's boring as but yeah. but it's like we've been waiting four or five years for, yeah. for this. You know, yeah. I think that's, to me, a lot of the reviews kind of read that way. It's like, 
this is what's been pushed back for four, you know, right. but, but, but it's yeah. the same thing where like these, these guys and you know, it gets into a, a whole lot of stuff where like, not only did you write the character, you don't, you didn't get the characters writing them. Right. You didn't get the characters when you cast them because this cast is specifically of new mutants is supposed to be very diverse right. and pull from a lot of different cultures and, and <laughs> backgrounds. Sure. And it's just, you know, six white guys in a house. <laughs> and like, it, it just, there's a lot of that yeah. stuff where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. clearly you wanted, you wanted this movie right. to fit inside of this money machine that yep. you have that makes movies and you don't really get what makes the movie, the movie. Yes. Same thing that happened with dark Phoenix. They tried to do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Both times they did right. not have a grasp on what made dark Phoenix saga interesting. Right. And what makes it like draw it, you know what I mean? Like draw, like much like the, Mar- like we could talk about the Marvel cinematic universe for hundred years. <laughs> right, I think. Right. But like the reason why that works so well, why something like Avengers Endgame is such a great payoff is because you built this shit up for years and years and years, movies and movies and movies. And if you just jump into the Dark Phoenix saga, something that, yeah. for example, and like don't build up relationships with the characters and things like that, it's just not going to work. Right. And but also, oh, I think a downside of Dark Phoenix was it tried, it, it tried to be too close to the source material, yeah. but diverted in all the wrong places. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Endgame was... Whew, Adaptation exactly. of Infinity Gauntlet. If you read Infinity Gauntlet, it is nothing it's like nothing those two like movies. It, nothing <laughs> like it at all. But again, that goes back to what Brian was saying: is like a good filmmaker knows what's what's going to work right in a movie, and what's yeah, going to work like, in a book. Because you can't yeah. have the, all the people go meet Thanos in space in his little palace and fight them. <laughs> right. You can't do that. Like yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't. That's not going to how it's going to work. You've got a finite. Well, in their case, you've got four hours. <laughs> Five hours to tell this two-part story, yeah. not hundred issues right. leading up to this yeah. climax of ten issues or whatever yeah. it was. So, like, yeah, you, you just got to get it. You got to trim the fat. And I would recommend just go ahead and watch The Simpsons, uh, Treehouse <laughs> of Horror with The Shining. Shut uh, up, boy. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> yeah. But I, I think again to wrap a bow in this like whole discussion, like that. That's why I think ultimately I'm very excited about the Batman one because it's it's. It's a Batman story, but in a different, like, it's not, maybe, not like a story we've heard before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if it was just the long Halloween, like, a part of me would be like, oh, the long Halloween is perfect. I love that book so much. It's great. They're adapting that into, into an, an animated, animated series. Anyway, oh, yeah, show, buddy. <laughs> show. And, and no, no, I love the long Halloween a lot, but it's like, at the end of the day, the comic book is perfect. Like, I it's love this thing. so good. And it's, and you know, maybe, maybe it's going to be okay. But but I think that's why having Matt Reeves make this Batman story, which from my understanding is basically pretty original and takes things from yeah. like different Batman stories and things like that and puts them into its own thing. Like I think that's why that's why it excites me so much. It's because it is a new thing within a universe we know and understand, but also it's a filmmaker who is phenomenally gifted. Well, Matt yeah. Reeves is, is a phenomenal filmmaker. So I'm very excited to see what, what he does with, with the Batman. But hey, Matt Reeves. We don't have to see the Waynes die. No, please, sir. Don't don't even film it. I know you've uh, you you. He said it in the fandom that they've only filmed twenty five percent of the movie. Yeah, don't uh, make COVID that shut down. part of Just it. Just cut the Wayne stuff out. We don't we don't, we don't need to see him die. Specifically, Brennan is excited that uh, vampires wearing eyeliner for his. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That is actually that is incredible because every no Batman has ever been shown without his mask on with eyeliner on. Yeah. I remember, I think about this as a kid, even as a kid, when I watched Batman Returns, there's a scene where 
Batman is trying to like t- talk to Catwoman and like turn her away from badness. He <laughs> but, it, from badness from bad badness. <laughs> he there's a cut where he has the mask on, eyeliner on. It cuts to her, cuts back. He doesn't have the eyeliner on, and yeah. he rips his mask off to show that he's Bruce Wayne. And it's like just that. I I think it'd be so much more interesting to show this guy. It's a very small na- thing to uh, yeah to yeah. show that he puts effort into being the Batman, yes. right? It's not I, because a guy, someone, you look very different with like, I like, I like, I make, I am, yeah. am more excited about the idea of a Batman having white eyes. That was a, just the normal, just yeah. the lenses over yeah. his eyes. I think that'd be really, because yeah. that's what Batman has. Right. That's a classic I think Batman that would, thing. He that, doesn't have. Yes. I think that, that in my opinion, yes, I think that would further the, identity part of it you know what i mean but i think in the grand scheme of things whenever you break down like oh chris um uh, chris evans can only wear the captain america mask for so long before to take it off because it's we're paying him for his face yeah well that's that's why marvel didn't do the secret identity (laughs) exactly did you guys see that the reddit has already solved that little riddle that they solved what happens to a a liar after he dies he He lies lies still still. i get it yeah, because uh, he's dead. I think. It, yeah. I think that's really. Yeah, I. I. I it's yep. cool. It was fun. Speaking of fun, email us. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite IP or your favorite remake is. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, Brian's dad, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That's an inside joke for a single listener, and I think it'll pay <laughs> off. Uh, email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at debates on tap. You can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. And I think we had a, we're at a new place. Yeah, you can find us at usda.gov slash register to vote. <laughs> That's a register to vote bit. Yeah. Nice. Is it usda.gov slash register? It's probably it's usa.com. Yeah. usa.gov slash register to vote. I think that's what it is. Okay. You said just you- register to vote. Yeah. Yep. I said USDA because I work for the USDA. Yeah. You could probably just Google your state how to register to vote and you're good to go. Just yeah. type register to vote and just click with the first thing and it'll get you there. Your emotions are overtaking the bit that was supposed to take place. I know, I but I messed it up so many times <laughs> that I want to make it clear that I just want everyone to register to vote. Okay. Yes, and in an election. I don't <laughs> want you to register to vote for the next American Idol. Yeah, don't do that. Well, unless you're going <laughs> to... Let's yeah. say both. Sure, let's say both. Uh, I, think, I think that's it. Uh, we hope... Uh, Hope you're looking forward to uh, September, which this, I guess, would have already been September for a few days. So yeah, it'll be September. Happy 4th. September. Oh, boy. Bye.